Hi, I'm Jackie and welcome to this podcast, Unschooling, Learning Without Rules. Unschooling means parents allowing their children as much freedom to explore the world as they can comfortably bear. I'm a retired homeschooling mum of four and I followed the unschooling approach with my children who are all now in professional careers with degrees. I felt compelled to start this podcast because homeschooling is very much in the news, often negatively, and I wanted to share my insights on how it can be a joyful, empowering experience for the whole family. This week, I talked to Olga, who I met last year when we were both caught on a Spanish campsite at the start of the lockdown. At that time, she was living in her campervan and touring Europe with her three children, who she unschools as a single parent. Okay, well, it's wonderful to see my old friend Olga, who's come to talk with us today. We met in Spain a year ago when we were both locked down and she was home educating her three children and has done all their lives. And it seemed a perfect one to follow on from Holly's interview last week. Holly being a new mum who brought her children out of school a year ago. And Olga's eldest child is, I believe, 14 is Thomas? He's 13. 13. 14 so a and a couple, so and you, a couple of you, months. Yeah, perhaps you could tell us the ages of your children, Olga. Yeah, so the oldest one is 13. He's turning 14 in a couple of months. Uh, the younger boy is 12. And then we have a younger um, child, a girl, uh, who is... Uh, she's seven. She's nearly eight. She's eight right. this month. Wonderful. So uh, let's go back to the beginning then, Olga, if that's okay for you. How did you come to embark on this whole whole pathway of unschooling? Yeah, so we just had uh, one child at that time and I was carrying the second one. So um, he was about to be born. And so the Thomas was only uh, a year and a half and I had that... <clears throat> dilemma at some point about how to continue to parent when he started to turn from a cute little baby into a naughty toddler right how how do I go about this and I remember distinctly when I slapped him on the butt once and how it felt and I was asking myself well what what am I doing am I gonna do this like how Mm. Um, I was raised how many children around me was ra- were raised um, with wow. um, uh, like kind of controlled parenting or am I going to find like a different way so this was the beginning of the journey for me when I started to uh, look around and just like looking at the blogs, books and I found that attachment parenting and that gradually also led me to questioning education as well when it's already at three years old children need to go to preschool in Great Britain, it's different ages than other countries like they, they dad is in from Germany there it's only six or seven years old in Russia it's also six or seven years old so in Britain because it's so early three years old we already needed to question those things at such mm-hmm. an early stage so I came across uh, unschooling because I was looking into attachment parenting so this is how it all mm. started yeah yeah it's 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 quite similar for us really i'm i don't think i'd heard about the the term unschooling uh, i mean um attachment parenting till i read jean leadloff the continuum concept which i think she was the forerunner of attachment parenting 
and and for me it was when my child um, did start reception and the first year was the first term was happy it was free play he was with his friends but the second term um, he started to feel some stress because they were trying to teach him to read and he had mild dyslexia which wasn't picked up I mean we didn't know um, and he was reading backwards and because this wasn't picked up properly he began to feel stress because the teacher was literally telling him something that he just didn't make sense to him and so it was because of his stress that I began to explore you know other other you know other ways forward and um, and had you had you heard of unschooling before that or you found out at that time did you yeah it was just literally looking at their uh, even available magazines. I remember I looked up at the avail available printed magazines in the UK and I came across a green parent. So at that time, I didn't know nothing about like unschooling, home education. I just wanted to be like a better parent. So green parent sounded mm. like something good. And there, there was yeah. an interview with Dana Martin, who at that time was already an advocate um, like world-known world advocate of the uh, of unschooling, she talked about radical unschooling, and I read her interview there, and I was totally taken with that, and was really excited. So I started to look into this more. I read her book. I read a couple of other books about particularly unschooling as. Uh, not not just home education, but really this way of um, self-directed, child-led learning. And I was getting more and more excited, especially because it was so different from my own background, which was very academic. So it was always uh, learning a lot of academic things in school for their at the university getting one degree and then the PhD and all this was all kind of taking over my life and here it was really not necessarily making me happy <laughs> with, all, with all those things so I was really curious about this more ho holistic more whole approach yeah, when it, yeah. it's a child led yeah. and it's interest mm. of a child and also mm. his abilities and inclinations uh, and the more I read and I started to uh, share it um, with my husband so he was on board at that time uh, as well very quickly and I was just very curious myself so it really opened up the whole world to us very quickly. Mm. I mean it's, it's quite unbelievable when you first hear it isn't it mm. because it's it's like, is, is this for real? Yeah. Is this really a thing? Is it is it possible? I mean, there was almost that feeling of disbelief. For me, it was when I read it when I was a teacher at teacher's training. Um, I read a book by John Holt that um, Why Children Fail. And and I just couldn't believe what he was suggesting. It, and then in my world back then, I had to go out and be a teacher in the school. It wasn't happening anywhere. So it was almost like, yes, it was a fiction. And it was in the back of my head until I discovered the continuum concept sort of 15 years later when I you know had my children going to school but you you mentioned Dana Martin um and it's it's very much um a parenting approach it's it, it's not just education I mean education is life isn't it so 
Exactly. It, and complete, I think yeah. uh, this is what really caught my attention. So I started to follow her on Facebook. I read a couple of her books and even had uh, some coaching because it was all new to me. But I really like that it is a parenting approach as well as approach to education because yeah. yeah what what if we don't separate those things what if 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 we are when we are parenting we can be educating our kids um and this was all uh, very very welcome for me it's it was really yeah. uh answering my heart's desires mm. because mm. i had this uh, certain feelings towards my kids and when I, whatever I was reading in this approach, it was really addressing mm. everything, mm. how I wanted to spend my time. I want to spend a lot of time with my kids mm. and I wanted to, it to be interesting. I wanted it to, to be exciting for myself as well as them. So when most recently we decided to go and travel more rather than being um, based in a house. So before we had a... Um, rented a big house with lots of space for lots of projects and build like building constructing or um or drawing and doing all those things uh, and then when we, when we decided to travel and the the people were telling me oh you are doing amazing things for your kids but i was not just doing them for myself for them i was also doing it for myself and I think that it yeah. is important that we're not just trying to uh, educate kids and tell them education is good, you should be doing this, we should be excited ourselves, we should be learning new things, we should be uh, modeling it for the kids. And I think that was a new concept for me as well. Because I saw, yeah. you know, you're kind of done with your education early on in your life, and then you're just kind of working and doing yeah. other things yeah. so i it it was really um i i really like that approach yeah and i really resonate when you say it really spoke to your heart mm -hmm. because that's that that's how it felt for me you knew it was it was the right thing for you to do it's this like this this blinding realization um, that is quite scary because it's so it's, you weren't expecting it perhaps it's 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 not like what you'd known before and and you know the recognition that, that, that this is the way we have to go and I, I remember when it was like the, the parting of the black clouds for me and I had to two things first of all I read um, the continuum concept and and had to break to my husband that I wanted to invite the children back into the bedroom and, and have co-sleeping which we weren't doing and that was one week and the following week that I wanted to bring both children out of school and start home educating and luckily he is such mm -hmm. a good sport and also his his twins um had had a bad time at school and he hadn't enjoyed his time he was completely on board from the start and i'm i'm so grateful for that so yeah. we forgot to say at the very beginning that olga you're russian and that you married a german man and then you lived in scotland for many years where yeah. you did a lot of your early educate well that yeah. way you all lived when the yeah. children were young put it that way yeah yeah so yeah. it's always uh, but we we were both from academic background so for both of us it yeah. was a new concept which we embraced together and yeah i think this makes uh, a huge difference when when your partner gets on board and and of course i'm, yeah. I'm also grateful for that 
Yeah, I just want to say at this point, people often would say, oh, you know, because you're a teacher, because Martin, my husband, is also an academic, the same as you two. Oh, it's easy for you two. He does the science and the maths and you can do the English <laughs> and the art. But it's really not like that. You don't have to have any any special qualifications whatsoever. You just have to be interested in your in your child and um, um, and be engaged. And you really don't need all, all these. You I don't need think it's very important to say that. Yes, because yeah. that's what putting off a lot of people and we were de-schooling ourselves. We were actually uh, um, uh, the funny thing, uh, our boys were not interested in what we were trying to tell them, any any sort of academic things. They were just not yeah. listening. <laughs> so for us, yeah. it was a challenge. So we were, we were trying to engage them in a different way. We were more uh, uh, out and about and climbing and walking and all these kind of stuff. And only later that they were starting to get interested in asking us about like biology yeah. and animals and uh, stars and stuff and Mm. my close friend in Scotland she didn't have any sort of education beyond school and yet Mm. she was there for her children and just a wonderful Mm. example of how Mm. just being there for them and basically helping them find the resources especially when they cannot read yeah. yet you know just being there looking things up online and just following yeah. their interest can lead you so yeah. far it's amazing so that's definitely Absol- an absolutely. encouragement for other for the parents who think they're not qualified you're yeah. definitely qualified with your time with um, knowing how to search on the internet and just being curious you're definitely qualified yeah and your qualification is your love for your child that's all it takes, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But it's interesting when you say at the beginning they weren't interested in any of our stuff. <laughs> it's very hard at the beginning, isn't it, not to think, oh, how about we do a little little bit of this because you know it involves a bit of writing? Or how, how about we play this game because you know it involves a bit of numbers? And it's very hard not to push your own agenda at the beginning, even, even very subtly. Um, un, almost un, unconsciously, and, and like yeah. like I remember saying to my boys, "How about we we um we find a pen pal?" Because I knew it would involve them having to write, you know, rather than oh, we're interested in in this country, um, and find find that they need a pen pal because they're interested in it, rather than mum saying, "How how about we find one?" Because you know it would be a good idea to write. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I we we had a lot of insecurities as parents at the beginning and I really felt so anxious and insecure whether I'm doing it right and actually they're um, talking to other parents and being on the forums later on 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 Facebook different kind of forums really helped me to see that I'm not alone in those insecurities and a little bit later on they will pick it up so as they Mm. grew older I relaxed more and more and I'm like right now and even a few years ago I started to feel like really comfortable is what I'm doing like really sure that I'm on the right path but at the beginning it was really hard but what we did do is to follow the interest because our boys were so curious and so full-on we actually were 
uh, occupied just by uh, addressing the interest, the questions, and we would look up. Yeah. Maybe there is an exhibition uh, that's connected with the interest. Maybe we can find something uh, like other family who kids have similar interests and we were just busying ourselves with that and mm. that led us to that later on they they had um, they hit the uh, then the milestones later so this is why we were worrying yeah, sure. or you know regarding reading and writing they, they hit mm. that much later but when mm. they did you know the whole new world opened and yeah. it was just so much more relaxed when they could uh, read Absolutely. Uh, Leo participated yeah. in so many plays because he could read script and he could then memorize and uh, and so on so uh, this is like a little encouragement for for the parents yeah. who think oh am I doing it right my kids are doing it later um, yeah. uh, reaching milestones it, it, it will yeah. happen if you just yeah. stay engaged and at, at their own speed but I mean I always found that insecurity and anxiety that you talk about mm -hmm. at the beginning of every school year in England it's like they all go back in September and it's like I would have my would quail I would feel because the buck ends with with you you know you're you're where it's at mm -hmm. but I just found one way around that was two two things I used to do one was um to go back to my reading so with you it would, would be Dana Martin and with me it was probably John Holt and other people that I mm -hmm. found at the time and there's also freedom from schooling which, which is a huge thing on Facebook um, a disciple of John Holt or a follower kept that going and then the other thing I used to do which I found really helpful and I didn't keep it up for long because it was such hard work and very silly in lots of ways but everything we did during the day would write down what it was and see how educational it was just for me like oh there we did a bit of this and a bit of that you only need to do it for two or three days and you realize they're learning so much yeah it's crazy to have to write it all down but I needed to do that to reassure myself and then by about the beginning of October I would settle down again and that that would be fine. <laughs> yeah. So um so that was the early years really yeah. and we um would would you like to tell us how you've how you've lived your life because you had you got quite an extraordinary life actually and we haven't even covered that. I mean since you um since Scotland, you know, with the children. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of the things that came out for me personally was you know, we so we decided to give that freedom to the kids, you know, do whatever you want during the day, follow your interests. That I've asked myself, well, wh why why we're giving it to the kids? I want to give it to myself. So uh, that led uh, me uh, to me switching the career so and with the start of the online business that gave me more freedom uh, to be like a kind of location independent so finally um, we've decided to travel so it was just me and the kids for the for this adventure but still it, it was um incredible for our lives it was like lots of positive emotions the kids really loved going on this uh, motorhome european tour once we did for four months and next year i asked them what do you think guys shall we do it again and yes they all said yes and this is where we met you jackie so that was our second round and 
they, they, so we we renamed uh, we we started then to call our approach world schooling. This is what lots of families also use, and this is how you can find other families when you travel. And we made new friends, and now that we uh, moved to a different location. Uh, they stay online with them and actually this led to our yet new adventure now is uh, participation of an online school but this is a um, very very special um, school in this sense it is for the self-directed learning it's actually for the kids just like us for their families who travel the world um and maybe have been doing unschooling and world schooling but the kids want to be connected more to their peers they maybe want a little bit more structure because this is what happens you know i'm seeing now at uh, especially at the uh, middle child he wanted it first he he loves now that the the his um, teacher this online school helped him do the schedule and he checks it every day so this is exciting now it's nothing forced about this and it's really good skills so I was uh, so we, we did one month's trial and then we just went for this and because he was so excited you know they needed to do a presentation there like once a month and all those things and because he was so excited now, other two also enrolled just one week. So it's very fresh for us. But it's yet another adventure. And, you know, I still don't consider us going to school because it's nothing to do with um, maybe the normal uh, school in that sense but it is it's just an extension of our self-directed learning that mm. gives them opportunity to mm. make new friends connect and actually um, a, a family that we met on our motorhome travel their daughter signed up for this she told us we are telling our other friends so we might as well all all end up there and connect through through this platform right but we oh, still all wonderful. travel you know we still have the same um like life uh, goals or educational goals mm. so it's really mm. a community of mm. like-minded people that's fantastic i mean it's exactly like choosing to take a degree it's just mm -hmm. no no different you just happen to be 12 yeah. and you decide you know i'd like some structure i'd like to learn about this or whatever the reasons were leo chose to do it it's it's just no different from us thinking you know what what degree we'd like to do or or i mean i'm doing a course at the moment and i'm 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 re re required twice a week to be there at 8.30 to talk and, and I have, have to fill these requirements. It, it's no different. And we, I, I think our culture has this idea that children are, are different. Children have to be told, but adults can choose. But in fact, we're no different. It's just the same for children, isn't it? Yeah, and they've chosen a lot of programming. So it's like it feels like they're taking like our programming uh, college course this is how it feels mm. at the moment so they're learning all sorts of platforms and this is where the interest is and I'm I'm, I'm thinking you know if you think about the future I mean this skill would be handy uh, wherever yeah. uh, the, the fu future whatever the future holds for us yeah so so um so computer programming was was what really drove Leo in the in the first place to, um, to discover this I suppose discover the school 
this online school? Uh, yes, well, j just one of those things, really, because mm. uh, it looks like he is social and it looks like there is this craving for this. And with mm. all this lockdown and restrictions, yeah. it is not possible uh, in the real life anyway. So why not do yeah. it online? And they, sure. they, you know, it's absolutely... Uh, um, addressing their needs and sometimes yeah. it's just gaming online so sometimes it, there are like you know they talk about science and uh, Thomas is taking math immediately because this is his interest and uh, you know can you get, it's just wonderful to, to see your child you know just looking through the classes that are offered and just like I'm, I'm taking math because oh, I love it. <laughs> That's amazing, Olga. If you compare it to, to the children at the moment that you see on the news every day um, who are forced to do the work at home that school is sending home, and that's a huge problem for parents who often have to work at home as well and their children can't go to school but they're they're obliged by the government and by the school system to actually insist that they do it at home and there's all sorts of battles with the children and i mean you know leo's 12 if you imagine another 12 year old um in that situation i mean the comparisons are yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, so it's very. It's very yeah. Sad. Yeah. It's my my heart breaks for the yeah. stories. Also, my um, the the mums I know from my hometown as well, telling me how much they need to battle. There is no. There is zero battles in yeah. this it's just that they only that they were one of them was crying because there were two classes at the same time that they would like to take because they just won't <laughs> suddenly like. To every, wow. learn everything you know this is the key i think in this approach you know wherever the interest is right now it's just yeah. learning in this kind of more structured way yeah. and interacting with others doing this reports is interesting and what what is also amazing is how they're helping each other you know going yeah. like the oldest one going around because they all have uh, their own laptop so we have three laptops at the moment i'm sharing one laptop with one of my children and he goes around the rooms making sure that everyone's link is working, that the internet yeah. is working, and just that yeah. kind of brotherly yeah. care, right? Okay, uh, mm. the youngest child, she's nearly eight, she cannot read yet, so... Mm -hmm. But also there is like a help and we figured out a system how to help her uh, participate in some activities yeah. by drawing yeah. that's, her that's... and stuff. And th this is this is how they learn, right? It's yeah. incredible. Yeah, totally. I mean, Nell, Nell was, was uh, approaching that age when, when she learned to read. And um, I, I decided early on that she would be what I call my John Holt child because she was as bright as a button and I thought, she will she will when the time comes just ask me to teach her to read which she did and i i might be wrong in my memory but my memory tells me that within two weeks she was reading what we call in america chapter books you know that's and she was just she was away within two weeks and she just picked it up so yeah it, it's good to hear these stories when um you know when the anxieties creep in yes absolutely um, I, I, I want I wanted to ask you um, if you had, looking back, the difficulties other than living type money difficulties, but difficulties around the whole concept of unschooling and the fact that you are completely responsible for the for them. 
Well, I guess that it would be as for any parent, you know, am I doing the right thing? Yeah. You know, I think their 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 anxiety, the worry that I've mentioned, I think this was the the biggest thing, and especially if you get the criticism from the relatives and also at my work, I mean, I continued to work at the university when we started to do this. You know, before I moved on to to a different career path, I and and there it would be you know my colleagues would say you know well, what are you doing they say you're gonna miss out on this and it was really hard um until i would um you know just go back to those books to the research and to to also listen to my heart which uh told me to you know i i know my children they They've they would struggle in school. Thomas was really mm. sensitive child to start with, had uh, separation anxiety, and just to let him uh, be with us more, um, yeah. and just be there with with him and for him. Um, mm. It was hard at times, but it, it was the best thing we've done because with age, uh, all those. Uh, sensitivities are really um, smoothed out yeah. now he's yeah. really much more ad- adjusted mm, child mm, that's, that's so fantastic. that that was like the most difficult thing mm, yeah and um, I, I'm sure you've got so many to choose from I'll, I'll make this the last question before I talk to Leo and then I'll have you back for our final three questions of the podcast that I'm asking everybody but um, could you give us an example of, of I mean I can think of many just from the year that, that I, I spent near you in Spain but can you give us an, an example of a great learning opportunity that you were able to embrace with your family and they got so much from it if you can't think of one I'll give you one because <laughs> Yeah. I was so impressed with your whole um, yeah, astronomy thing, taking oh, them out to look at the stars. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that was the villa where we got locked down and we couldn't get out like there. Uh, the, the whole of Spain uh, couldn't get out of their um, dwellings, but we had uh, a veranda and uh, yeah, at night we would just lie on those uh, uh reclined chairs and we got an app app application um, on the phone and we were just watching and studying stars and uh, it was incredible it was a connection as a family but it was also learning and it led also talking about their um, constellations the names but the myths it, it just uh, really uh, led to so so much it was beautiful yeah yeah great well perhaps we could move over to Leo now yeah. and then if you hang around and we'll have you back for for just to end off mm-hmm. so uh, while yeah. you're doing that I'll I'll just talk to um to my audience um yeah as we heard Leo is at this online school that of of his choosing and um no doubt he'll be very excited about that to share some ideas with us. There's so many other things I could have asked Olga. I had a lot more on my list, but we don't want to make these podcasts too long. So um, we'll have a chat with Leo and then we'll come back to Olga before we finish. And here's Leo. Hi, Leo. Hello. 
Hi, how are you doing today? Good. It's great to see you. So, um, I hear you've been having a lot of fun on your online school. What's it called? Um, Galileo. Oh, is it? Right. And um, how did you find out about it in the first place? Um, my, uh, one of my mum's friends told her about it. Mm-hmm. And what, what do you like so much about it? Uh, well, it's like self-directed learning. We get to choose what we want to do and all of like the teachers yeah. are supporting of everything you do and stuff. Yeah, great. And um, how, how would it compare to going to regular school, do you think? Which, of course, you've never done, have you? Well, I, I think it's better because um, you get to choose what you want to do. Like, I, I don't go to math club, but... A bunch of people do so I get to choose what I want to go to yeah and I think that's absolutely brilliant as far as I know there's no bullies or like mm -hmm. anyone being mean and everyone's yeah. nice and stuff yeah that's great I remember when we talked in Spain about why you weren't keen to go to school and you mentioned bullies have you had experience in your own life about that or have you just seen it happening uh, I've met a few mean people like in I did a theatre project and there was someone who was basically like that. Yeah, yeah. So is your sister and brother, are they doing the same on online school thing that you're doing? Yeah. Oh, you're all three doing it, are you? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just something you were doing. No, we're all doing it. I started, like, in December and... Yeah. Then my sister started like two, three weeks ago. Yeah. And Thomas yeah. just started like, uh, he started this um, Thursday, I think, or Tuesday. Oh, that's br that's brilliant. Well, when I last saw you, you were absolutely crazy about Rubik's Cube. Is that still a massive hobby of yours? Yeah, uh, I we still have a bunch. Yeah. Do, do you still like to do them and study them and analyse them and everything you were doing yeah there's still a lot of fun and yeah. i've gotten much better i can solve a three by three in 40 seconds that's amazing leah oh my goodness well that i think that trumps me beating you at spit every time yeah <laughs> i drove leo mad in spain because i learned spit at boarding school because we had nothing else to do in our free time and i got very very quick and it used to drive leo absolutely crazy that he couldn't he couldn't beat me <laughs> I bet you could next time, though. So, um, have you ever felt um, any problems about being a bit different because you're um, homeschooling, like maybe in England, where not many people were doing it around you, perhaps? Well, yeah, because I went to, like, some uh, clubs and gatherings and stuff, and yeah. it just feels like the first thing everyone says to you is that, what school do you go, do you go to? So I don't really yeah. know what to say because I'm homeschooled. Yeah, and did you ever find that a problem or was it all right? Well, I, I just never really knew what to answer. Yeah, yeah. And do, do you think you might ever want to go to, to actual school? Perhaps if you ever come back to live in England or if you stay in um, Russia or wherever you end up living? I don't think so. I think I like mm. doing the Galileo. Yeah, I I bet. 
And do you have any ideas now what you might like to do when you're older, when you when you leave home and probably become an actor or something? Oh, fantastic! Yeah, well, that that certainly makes sense to me. I always thought you should be a stand-up comedian, actually, mm-hmm. didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's been absolutely brilliant talking to you, Leo. Um, I'll go back to your mum now, but um, perhaps I can talk to you again in a, in a couple of months' time and see how things are. Okay, bye. Thanks. Uh, bye, it's been great talking to you. Thank you, Leo. Right, so Olga's now coming back. Okay. Hi, that was fabulous. Uh, he was very relaxed. And it's great to hear that he still wants to be an actor. <laughs> I'd prefer that than a, than a computer programmer. But perhaps he can be an actor in the day and a computer programmer in his spare time or the other way around. <laughs> so um, we'll come back to the same three questions that I want to ask everyone at the end. If you had to recommend one essential unschooling book or resource for parents, what would it be? Just one. Well, I would recommend the big book of unschooling by Zandra Dodd, uh, D-O-D-D. This is something I read and it just really inspired and supported me. Brilliant. Okay. And then the next question, what would be the best resource or piece of equipment that you would recommend for unschooling children apart from a good Wi-Fi and a laptop? <laughs> I was thinking about this question today because you sent it to me before the interview and I... I just would say really uh, pa- parents' time as a resource is like really my, my own time and my own attention just to be there. And yeah, it could, it could be just going for a walk or it could be a discussion or it could be just sitting down and looking for something online or going through a particular resource together with a child. Mm. Uh, but if you spend that time with enthusiasm, I think parents' time is scarce, yeah. but it's a great resource for children. I think that's probably the most brilliant answer I'm going to get through the whole series. That's absolutely wonderful. But then you've got to think of something else now for the final question, which what would be your single most crucial piece of advice to parents and families? So apart from the time what else yeah yeah apart from the time is uh, is listening to your heart it's because it was scary and there were so much so much conflicting advice and even uh, relatives or friends insisting that i'm wrong but uh, who who else knows your child uh as mm better than mm. better than you and listening to your heart and and educating yourself as well of course but um i yeah. i would give that encouragement to other parents oh that's the wonderful wonderful answers well it's been fabulous talking to both of you today olga and do come back again in a couple of months and uh, when hopefully the series is still running and um, thank you Yay. very much for giving my love to the children. Good luck with that. So exciting to bring uh, these kind of <laughs> stories to other parents. Something I would love to have had back then. Yeah. When I when I started, I don't think podcasts is, existed yet, or they weren't or they weren't a, a thing yet. And yeah. it was like mostly books or other resources. Yeah. So yeah. definitely good luck with that. 
Okay. Yeah, thanks very much. Yeah, lovely to talk to you. Bye then. Well, it was great to catch up with Olga and Leo, and hopefully in the future I'll be able to talk to her other two children as well. I'd love to support anyone who's interested in this approach or is already following it. Please feel free to email me with any thoughts or questions to unschooling.lwr at gmail.com. LWR is the initials of the title. So that's all we have for today. Thanks for tuning in and see you next time. Bye.